All right, my friends, thanks for tuning into the podcast, where, as always, we'll discuss the professional literature and the evidence-based protocol as they relate to the effective treatment of clinically significant anxiety symptoms. I'm Chris Lines, licensed psychotherapist and OCD spectrum disorders treatment specialist, and this, well, this is OCD Straight Talk. So, I mean, it was some period of months ago that I I did an episode and it was entitled something like your anxiety disorder is not happening to you, but you're happening to your anxiety disorder or again, something like that. And, um, but I, but I received a question recently that was sort of relative to that concept. And, um, so I wanted to go back over it and, and kind of re-explain it. So the question was, I'm, you know, I'm really struggling to see the link between compulsions being the driver of the obsessions. And, and the question is, a, is, a, is sort of a reference back to the last episode. Uh, and, and in the last episode, I made a kind of a passing remark about how compulsions um, drive obsessions. Uh, so th- there's this uh, sense for me in which it's a just a, a really well-placed and, uh, and thoughtful objection to wait a second. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. You lost me. That doesn't even make sense. Whoa. Can you explain that? I, I just think that it's a, it's, it's a well-placed question. It's a well-placed objection. So with that in mind, I, I think that it's, it's fair and it's, it's, uh, it's, um, it's just empirically honest or experientially honest to be able to say that, yeah, obsessions happen first early on in the life cycle of the OCD or episodically uh, in terms of when the OCD is ramping up and getting going. We can kind of think of obsessions chronologically happening first and uh, and sort of um, eliciting uh, an emotive response, in this case, uh, an anxiety response, and uh, and the compulsions happening uh, as a result of the obsessions and and their corresponding um, or uh, anxiety, right? So the compulsions kind of come in responsively, and um, and then they they work to to mitigate or to help us to sort of dismiss or regulate uh, the the intensity of the anxiety that is elicited by or born out of the intrusive thoughts. So I think that, yeah, that, that makes very good sense, right? Early on, again, in the life cycle, uh, episodically, so that is to say within the episode of the OCD. I think, though, that it's, it's also um, reasonable, uh, from from an observer's perspective, or empirically speaking, it, it is reasonable. Uh, it, it 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 logically follows. It holds water, right? To 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 begin to see that those moving parts begin to change order at some inexplicable point. At some point, they they sort of change order. 
And and you say, well, wait a minute. You just got done saying that it makes sense the other way around. So what the hell do you mean? Well, okay. So let's think about this from the perspective of the mosquito bite. Now, I've used this analogy before. I don't mean to bore you to tears, but but you know, just just hang in there with me for 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 another couple of seconds. So the the idea is, you know, you get bit, you get bitten by your mosquito. Uh, you know, he or she has you know her meal and 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 all this and and flies away and and you never even know that she was there and you know she's she's whatever she's gone and and then you 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 begin to notice that the spot where the mosquito bit you is itching right there's this itching sensation you instinctively reach over and scratch the uh, the 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 itched the itching site right the site of the itch and the itch goes away right. That seems, that seems, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens, right? And then to your surprise, within a couple of seconds or within a minute or so, the itch comes back. And at this point, you're sort of realizing it's not one of those normal itches. You know, at this point, you're realizing, oh, this is, you know, this is like a pathological itch. This isn't a healthy itch. This isn't one of the normal itches. This is one of those kind of like the, the, the 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 trick candles that you blow it out and it just like comes back on and then you blow it out and it comes back on. You know, one of those, you know what I'm talking about. It's one of those trick itches. It just comes back at you and you scratch it again and the bitch just comes back again. And you know, you, you know what I'm saying. And 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 so you scratch it again, it kind of goes away. Oh, it feels better. And then it comes right back at you and then you scratch it again and it feels better. And it comes back again. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. And at some point, you can say, well, the more I scratch this thing, the more it itches. At some point, you can begin to see the logic of, well, actually, it's the response of scratching that's driving the sensation of the itch, right? They kind of switch roles on you. And early on in the episode, you know, the, the kind of life cycle of the mosquito bite, it, it is fair to say that chronologically, the the itching sensation precedes the scratching response. But at some point, you begin to notice the more you scratch, the more and maybe even the worse you itch. And you can interrupt that process by saying, you know what, I'm not going to play your game anymore. I'm not going to scratch, even though it itches even though I'm uncomfortable, even though my anxiety is activated, even though the thoughts are screaming at me and all I want to do in the world is engage, engage this compulsion. The one place here and now that I have control is to choose to not engage the compulsive response or to use our, uh, you know, our, our, uh, to keep in keeping with our analogy to, to not scratch the mosquito bite. That's where we have control. And those of us who have walked that, you know, blessed path, we know that when we stop scratching the mosquito bite, that eventually, even though the itch will kind of continue on for, you know, for another 15 minutes or, or 20 minutes or, you know, or whatever it is, whatever it is, that eventually what we find is that the itch kind of goes away, right? It kind of gets bored or, or the, you know, the, the body takes care of it. You know, it's sort of, it's one of those things where, you know, your help isn't actually required here. And you can sort of like, I don't know, mind your own business, you know, go about your day, try to your best to uh, let go of the itching sensation. And eventually it will let go of you. You know, uh, 
And so to kind of return to this concept of, well, wait a minute, how do you, uh, you know, how do you reconcile this, this idea that compulsions drive obsessions? Well, so the more you're trying to cancel out obsessions, the more you're trying to like satisfy them and the more you're 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 meaning to to block them out and uh and to get rid of them the more you're trying to regulate the anxiety that's elicited by these unwanted thoughts right the more you're kind of focusing on appeasing the ocd and pacifying the system by engaging these compulsions compulsions that at at one point in the life cycle of the OCD were really effective. They were really helpful. They actually really worked. And then slowly, this thing kind of like changed on you. Slowly and kind of like under your nose overnight when you weren't looking, the compulsions kind of got watered down somehow. They they just weren't as effective as they used to be. And, and maybe we're not, maybe, maybe you can't really relate to the term compulsion. Maybe you're like, that's for OCDers, man. I, I don't, I don't do the OCD thing. I'm just anxious. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But the, but the concept remains. The concept remains. That we'll call them safety behaviors or call them behavioral responses. I, I don't care. Whatever you want to call them. But the concept is the same. That that you know we we're um you know we're washing our hands or we're avoiding or we're distracting ourselves from the anxiety or whatever it is. Right. All of these are very very common and many others too. Uh, very common uh, sort of dynamics or or uh, or patterns, behavioral patterns within anxiety systems. So the the point is that at one point in the past, these behaviors really helped. They were really like, oh my gosh, this is that that was that was good. Now I feel better. You know. So, but but what happens is two things over the course of time. Um, I don't actually feel much better, maybe a little bit better, but it seems to take longer to get there. And it doesn't seem to be as much better as it once was when I do the compulsion, right? The other thing is the whole symptom system just gets more and more aggravated. Uh, that is to say, symptom severity increases with the engagement of these behaviors, responses, rituals, compulsions. Again, whatever term you wish to use, insert here, right? So the more we engage the, the behaviors, the worse we feel, not the better, the worse. Whereas in early, early on, it's like, yeah, I engage the behavior and I feel better when I do it. It kind of teaches me. The OCD is like, ooh, you see how that was nice? You know, it's like, ooh, yeah. You know, and so I'm going to kind of keep doing it, you know, like I eat this nice, yummy burger and I feel satisfied. It keeps me coming back for more. It teaches me that was good, right? So it's the same thing with the, with the compulsive patterns. It's just sort of like, okay, yeah, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And, 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 and interestingly, the, uh, the, the same individual who writes in with the question likens some of this stuff to an addictive process. And, you know, I've, I've heard that that analogy many, many times through the years. And I don't think that it is, uh, it's off base. It feels a little bit, um, it feels a little bit disconnected. There's a sense in which, well, no, we're not going to say OCD is an addiction, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I think that, well, hang on a minute. It's, it's not a useless 
comparison. It's not, it's not a useless, uh, you know, um, piece of imagery. It, it really isn't. It, it can be informative. It can be helpful uh, in the same sense that the, the more we're working to, to use and even abuse a substance, the more we're developing a tolerance, which, which means uh, the less the same amount of substance produces the desired result. We have to engage more and more and more of the substance in order to achieve the the initial uh, high or feeling or 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 result, right? And uh, and the more we do that, the more we have tolerance, and and little by little by little, I'm no longer drinking the wine, but the wine, to use the uh, uh, lyric of the Dave Matthews Band, is drinking me. Now I'm kind of a a bit of a slave, a bit of a servant to the substance. And it's keeping me coming back and back and back. And I just can't help myself. I just can't get out of this cycle. I don't know what the hell to do anymore. I just can't stop. Well, this is a picture of the OCD. And you're seeing how the more you're engaging the behavior, the more the obsessions are coming back to you, the more you're feeding the system and the system is coming back hungry. Well, I hope that that is a helpful explanation. I hope that, uh, I, I think that, well, 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 hang on here. Um, well, so you, you might be saying, well, like, okay, that's great. So what? And the, 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 so what is, you know, we have to be able to stop the compulsions. And, and this is where it's like, I wish it were some sort of, you know, like pretty bow that I could just say, ooh, now this is what we do. Ooh. But the reality is it's not, it's not, it's not pretty. It's not easy. You know, beating OCD is a battle fought in the trenches. It, it's, it's a bloody uh, it's a bloody fight. It's a long battle, right? It, it, and it is, it is, you know, you're talking about two steps forward and one step back. And as you, as you, 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 you pound the pavement and, and you, and you bloody the ground and you fight hard to take back the life that you had before OCD came in and started taking shit over. Then it maybe it's two, it's three steps forward and, and, and one step back. Uh, but then there are going to be days where you're back to two steps forward and one step back. And, and, and maybe there are even days where it's, it's two steps back and one step forward. And you follow what I'm meaning to say. It's an ongoing battle. But the longer you fight, the more you stay focused, focused, no exceptions, no excuses, focused on stopping compulsions. I don't care how you feel. You know, for, forgive the insensitivity, but I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't. It's not because I don't care about you. It's because no amount of sitting here griping about the anxiety is going to change a damn thing. Nothing, nothing. It's just going to keep going and going and going. You have to be able to make changes where you can make changes. And it's not with the thoughts. I mean, tell any OCD in the world, just stop thinking like that. It, it, that's not reality. They know that. You know that. I know that. That can't be done. But what can be done is stopping the engagement of the behaviors. Not easy. Nobody's saying it is. 
But when you think about it from that perspective, it suddenly is quite simple. Stop doing the behaviors. Admittedly, just like with the mosquito bite, the thoughts are going to get a little bit louder, maybe even a lot louder initially. The anxiety is going to climb to heights that are very uncomfortable for you initially. But over the course of time, when you're disciplined and you're consistent, you're going to find the OCD weakens. It gets smaller. And you're able to take more ground. You're able to, to begin to take your life back. You're able to begin to win those trenches and to, to, to be a victor in those battles. But you've got to do the fight. You've got to, you've got to put in the time as the anxiety climbs, as the, as the thoughts get louder, and you hold the ground, you hold the line of no compulsions. No exceptions, no excuses, hold the line. Now, some of you are going to say, well, I did that. I, I did that. Okay, fine. When's the last time you went for 24 straight hours? No breaks, no bullshit. 24 hours straight with no compulsions, not a little bit of a slip here or there, none, nothing. Now, most of you are going to say, most of the people kind of objecting are going to say, well, uh, okay, uh, you know, it's been a little while since, since I, I went for 24. How about 48 hours? How about three straight days of no responses, no compulsive or ritualistic behaviors? So if you're able to get from one side to the other, there's going to be virtually nobody who's going to say, oh, yeah, that doesn't help. I mean, pretty much everybody to the man, to the woman is going to say, uh, yeah, when I stop responding consistently, when I stop res responding in a disciplined fashion, yeah, I feel better. It, it changes things for me. It changes things. So I want to encourage you, don't drive the system. Don't drive the system. Weaken, starve the anxiety system, the OCD system. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. Uh, again, great question. Great question. Thanks for reaching out. Uh, thanks for checking out the podcast, my friends. Um, yep, really honored that you're here. Thanks very much for checking it out. Uh, feel free to reach out with any questions you might have to chrislines04gmail.com. And uh, again, thank you for listening to OCD Street Talk.